0: you on tonight. We thank God for um, just another opportunity to be alive. And we thank God for this opportunity to just study his word um, together. Amen. Amen. And I'm excited for this lesson tonight. I'm excited for what God is doing as we just walked the book of Deuteronomy, uh, one of my favorite Old Testament books. And so I'm thankful for what the Lord is speaking and showing us in this book. Amen. Amen. So from the third chapter of Deuteronomy, the third chapter of Deuteronomy, looking at the 21st and the 22nd verse. Deuteronomy chapter 3, looking at verses 21 through 22. And it says, I commanded Joshua at that time. Your eyes have seen everything the Lord your God has done to these two kings. The Lord will do the same to all the kingdoms you are about to enter. Don't be afraid of them. For the Lord your God fights for you. And I want to tag this lesson tonight with this title. You see it so live it. You see it, so live it. And here we see that Joshua is speaking to, Moses is speaking to Joshua, who is his successor and his protege to be the next leader of Israel we see that there has been successful leading and we also have seen that the land has been possessed. But we notice that the hand of the Lord is on the children of Israel and now the land is there, the land has come and the land is showing up. But even with all of what they have gone through, Witness and experience the Lord has given them this land to possess. The Lord has given the commands. The Lord has given the charge. And now the Lord has given them a new lane to walk in and possess. Y'all with me? Uh And so now we've seen Joshua has followed God and Moses. But not only that, he's been given this charge that the Lord will be with him the same way God was with Moses is the same way God will be with Joshua. And I want to stop right there and say, isn't it good to know that the same way God has been with those who come before us, God will be with us. Say it one time, the same way God was with those who have come before us, the same way God was with our parents, our grandparents, our aunts, our uncles, is the same way God will be with us as well. That's why we have to trust God, trust his word, trust his commands, and trust him to know that he is always going to be with us and that God is always going to take care of us. Amen. Now, and Joshua has followed God and Moses. But what we'll discover, especially when we look at, when we next week we'll be dealing with the rest of Deuteronomy 3, verses 23 to 29, we'll discover Joshua has been given this command to take over for Moses because Moses, Sister Woodward, wasn't permitted to enter the promised land. Mm -hmm. And now Joshua is now getting his first piece of marching orders in order to take over for Moses. And let me just say, God will be there with us in spite of battles, Wars and problems. The Lord will be with us. The presence of God will be with us. And there, watch this, there's always going to be success because the Lord has made it known and clear that he's going to be there. And that ought to be good news that God will be there for us. And since God will be there for us, we have every reason to praise, every reason to celebrate, every reason to rejoice, every reason to be happy, knowing that God is going to be with us. But here it is. Here it is, is that Moses and Joshua are going through a transition. Y'all with me? Because the transition has happened because as we see in the following verse in chapter three, like I said, Moses won't enter the land. So Moses has to get Joshua ready for the transition and for the next move. And life is full of transitions. Life, dea- we deal with transitions because as you go through this life with God, as you watch God, and as you begin to serve God, that's when we have to deal with transitions. Because Le- leaders change, seasons change, and people change. That's a part of the journey. We all have to deal with transitions. But the thing about a transition is this. Don't be the one to where you miss out on your blessing from God because of not following, or not obeying, and not, uh, and not allowing yourself to lose your positivity. Say it again. Don't allow yourself to lose your positivity because as you go through, as God grows you, as God leads you, as God guides us. Sister Wilbur, Sister Younger, and isn't it true that when God is blessing us, there can always be something, and the devil always tries his best to stop us and tell us why we can't do it, why we shouldn't do it, why we can't make it. But that's when our faith in God and our trust in God and our belief in God comes to the forefront. Because you know what you heard. I know what I heard. As long as God speaks, I'm going forward. Say it one more time. When God is speaking, that's when we go forward. Yeah. And here we go. As we go through this journey, as we walk with God and as we follow the Lord, things change and can't remain the same. Because mm-hmm. the Lord, watch will be with us. And the Lord is going to be with us. But we have to be willing to embrace change. Uh oh! I didn't say it, but y'all know you're a little tight. Gonna get a little tight. But watch this. Not just embrace, but also follow the Lord. As because when we change, we allow the Lord to soar us. We allow the Lord to grow us. We allow the Lord to mature us. But we have to be willing to go through the process to get there yeah am i right about it it's like it's like it's like when somebody goes to a beautician or somebody goes to a barber y'all remember back y'all remember back in the 50s and 60s and the 40s when man had processed hair uh-huh. <laughs> y'all remember the process y'all, you know then and then it went to yep. the, the jerry curl the s curl <laughs> y'all know what i'm talking about and so they had All they right. went through a pro. Sets. And in going through the process, they were going through a change. But the thing about going through that change and changing that hairstyle, changing that hair was the fact, especially back in the day with a process with the lie and the chemicals, is that when new hair would grow, y'all know, they had, you had to go back to the beautician again, get some more chemicals in your hair so that the, the old hair and the new hair could come together. But it happened as related to a change. And that's what the Lord is speaking. That's what the Lord is telling us, that as we go through this journey, as we walk with God and follow God, we have to be okay. And we have to be strong enough to say that we have to embrace new, but don't forget what we learned from the old. Don't forget what we've learned. Don't forget what we've experienced. But when we come to the new, we have to come to that place where we can join them both together and continue to grow where God is telling us to grow. Because this word, watch this, this word commanded in the Hebrew means to lay charge and to give orders. The name Joshua in the Hebrew means salvation and leader, salvation and leader. So Joshua is the next leader of the children of Israel. And now Moses is giving him advice. But when you look at the text, when you go through transitions, you go through battles, you go through different circumstances, and you go through different challenges, but God is still there. Is there anybody that can say, when the Lord has elevated me and when the Lord has allowed me to do things differently, that there's always been some type of battle or there's always been some type of thing, circumstance that's come in my way, that's tried tried to fight me, that's tried to really get to me. But here it is. The Lord is there when you have to do something different. The Lord is there when you have to go a different way. And the Lord is there even when there's opposition. Because watch it. It's in the text. It's in the text that God will do the fighting and you do the leading. And that's when the Lord will take it from there. I'll say it one more time. God will do the fighting. You do the leading and the Lord will take it from there. But watch it. And I I like this about this text because you've got to lead. But also when you are leading, you got to realize you have to be ready for the right time. Transitions come at the right time. And transitions come when the Lord gets us ready to go to another spot, another another location, and another destination, but we have to be ready. But also, have you ever noticed that when God is doing something new in us, God will change our mindset, God will change our hearts, God will change our spirits? Sometimes we always say we want to go to a new direction or a new location. Sometimes it's good to just go to a new thought process. Sometimes it's good to just do some things differently. Sometimes it's good to just transition to where I talk differently, I, I, I sound differently, I pray differently, I worship differently, I serve differently, because The Lord is sending me to a new spot and a new era in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, 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 you think about you. You look at basketball. The NBA in the 70s is not the NBA now. They had to go through a transition. I, yeah. I, I, I've been watching. Yeah. I've been watching the Lakers and Knicks Game Seven of nineteen seventy Finals when Willis when Willis Reed famously came out after he had injured his leg in Game Five, didn't play Game Six, but in Game Seven he comes out and plays. But Sister Wolver- Woodward, here it is. Back in those days in the seventies, they didn't have a three point line. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> the long, even the farthest shots they shot was still considered two pointers. But then all of a sudden, when the eighties came and the nineties came, now we see a three-point line, and now you see that guys can shoot from all across the court. But it had to go through what a phase; it had to go through a change; it had to go through a transition. Have I got a witness in here? You you can look at football now. Back in the old back in the thirties, and when football was first formed, they didn't play with shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they survived not playing with shoulder pads and new little plastic helmets that they had that you get knocked out. You really have a concussion back then, but now they got shoulder pads, elbow pads, knee pads. Got all these great helmets. Why? Because they had to go through a phase of a transition. The thing about it is, we have to be, we have to have a spirit of readiness. Mm-hmm. Cause here it is. Now it's gonna get a, it's gonna get a little what? Right. It's gonna get tight. a little tight because because <laughs> you can miss the moment when you aren't ready, mm-hmm. and not just miss it. You can blow the moment when you aren't ready, mm-hmm. and then here it is. You can lose the moment when you aren't ready. Oh, you got to stay ready. Can I get a witness in here? Because did you see? Because notice Moses is speaking to Joshua. But that's really going to get tight right here. Because it's important for us that we listen to who God sends to us when we are serving and Even when a transition is coming Because Joshua is receiving The word and it's important It's important to hear God But you got to hear who God sends Because the Lord speaks to us From his own mouth but also sends Specific people that will talk To us well watch this I said not every I didn't say all people I said Specific people mm-hmm. I'm saying Again not all people But what <clears throat> specific People <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because there are pe- there are periods, there are instances that we need to make sure we are open to receive and hear. But sunrise family, we got to be real about something else. We can't listen to everybody. uh Oh, I knew y'all. I knew y'all get quiet. Don't come on. Come on, talk back to me. Don't get quiet. Help me out. Help me out. Help me out. Tell me. And watch this. And not just that, but have you ever noticed when you're growing in your faith and growing in your walk with God and when you really have and when you really are allowing the Lord to bless you, sometimes we all we all we we all can fall in this category. (laughs) That. Have you that we can't let everybody in on what we're going through and what we're feeling? Because have you ever noticed that when God is really working on you and when you really feel God working on you and you may tell somebody how you're feeling, tell somebody your dream or even tell somebody what you really believe God is about to do. Have you ever noticed that some people, when they hear what you believe and really hear your heart, they sometimes will do what they can to shatter your heart? misery, love, company. (laughs) What? Say it again, sister Young. I didn't hear. Misery, love, company. You just, (laughs) you just preach. You, you, you preaching. You preaching the lesson. You teaching my lesson. <laughs> but, but you know but, but y'all that's so real because and you get to that place where you like some stuff just got to stay between me and the good lord because everything I can't share with everybody can we be can we be honest, can we be yeah. honest how, have there ever been those moments in your life where you've missed out on something because you shared it with with somebody who really discouraged you and didn't encourage you, and when they did that, you missed out on something great, and now you think about saying, "Why did I listen to that person?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, can, can I? Can we be real? Let's be honest about it. And and that's the thing is that we can't, we cannot afford to listen to everybody when we are doing what the Lord has commanded. I didn't mean to raise my voice, but what we're doing, what the Lord has commanded us to do. Uh-huh. Am I right about it? Because when we're facing a transition, when we are dealing with a transition, when we're going through a trans people, the wrong people can make us discouraged, make us feel low, and make us lose our spunk. Mm-hmm. And here it is. Some voices can't be in your spirit when you're focused on victory. Mm -hmm. Say it again. Some voices can't be in your spirit when you're focused on victory. Yeah. Some voices you can't listen to, some voices you can't speak, and some voices you can't give much authority to when you are dealing with what God is doing and dealing with a transition. It's important that you have the right words, and it's important that you're listening and understanding. There's a reason, watch this, there's a reason that you're the one. There's a reason that it's you. And there's a reason it's been given to you. God has given it to you for a specific reason. God has shown it to you for a specific reason. God won't let you rest. God won't let you be settled because he's given it specifically to you. We And you know, a lot of people would do a whole lot better if they would stop running to everything, trying to get everybody else's opinion. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You, you ever notice how and I, I hate I hate to say it, but but it, it's just true. The Lord to speak to us, right? Personally. Then Sister Wilbur, Sister Younger, y'all, y'all see it too. Then when the Lord is speaking, and all of a sudden somebody got to put a poll, somebody got to post a Facebook status trying to get everybody else's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> And then mm-hmm. and then now all of a sudden you got this opinion, you got that opinion. Well, hold on. If the Lord has already said it, why do I need to get everybody else's confirmation? Because they may not talk to the Lord like I talk to the Lord. Yeah. They may not pray like I pray They they haven't been through some of the things That I've been through So why do I subject myself To try to get everybody else's thought Everybody else's view Everybody else's opinion If the Lord hadn't spoken it to you If the Lord hadn't told me to listen to you Why are you trying to get in my way But st- on the same lines We've got to stop uh, Sometimes getting it in our own way Yeah Yep yeah we got to stop getting our own way now that's hard am I right that's hard because we've heard what God has said we believe what God has said but then there's sometimes there's a piece of us there's a chunk of us that still pulls away or that's still that's still saying well Lord maybe not well Lord let me try next month let me try next year let me try next week but God is saying right now we have a right now God. If we have a right now God, we have to have a right now faith, a right now spirit, a right now work ethic, and a right now commitment. Yeah. We got to do it right now. It's no, it's no need of me waiting and, 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 and deliberating and, and asking. For, no, 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 no. They aren't God. The worst thing any of us can do in our walk with God is to allow people to believe that they are our God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is there some, can can we be real? There's some people that you can say, "I, I, I I gave them too much access. I told them too much. I gave them too much authority and I treated them like God instead of allowing the true living God to have his way in my life. Yeah. Because there's a reason God chooses who he wants. And when the Lord chooses us, family, it's important for us to seek God, to trust God, to follow God. And it's important that we realize there is something about you that has been given a task that's for you, that's in your possession, and watch this, that has your name on it. There is something about you specifically that God has given you a specific work, a specific goal, a specific dream. It is something about you that God has said, you are special, you got it, you can do it, you will do it, you just got to trust God and follow through. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. but when it comes to you and since you are the one that's been given the charge you got to prepare yourself uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. i'm gonna say you all prepare yourself because watch this you prepare yourself by following watching serving, observing, and being faithful. So when time for transition comes, you're walking with a new mindset attitude because you've seen something transpire and take place and you've seen the Lord work on your behalf. Let me put this one: Aaron Rodgers was drafted by the Green Bay Packers in 2005, but he never saw the field until 2009. And the only reason he saw it was because Brett Favre got hurt on a Thursday night game when they were playing the Dallas Cowboys in Texas Stadium. But he had to wait four years before he finally got on the field. And now we see he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But Sister Younger, Sister Woolworth in the midst of him waiting to get his opportunity, he still was at practice. He still was watching game film. He still was studying the playbook. He still was going through his progressions. He prepared himself so so when his time came, he was ready to get on the field. Ain't that the same way God is speaking to us? When you prepare yourself on the sidelines, when it's time for you to get in the game, you can score, you can succeed, you can get the bucket, you can get the points. But you got to prepare yourself on the while you're waiting to get in. But when you do get in, and because you're prepared, you reach for it, you get it, you go for it, and you have no, uh, you have no, uh, you're not a shame to get it because you say, I prepared for this. I'll work for this. You can't stop this because I put in time to get where I am. Mm -hmm. Psalms 139 verse 7. Psalms 139 verse 7 says, where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 through 8 says, The person who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is the Lord, is Blessed, he will be like a tree planted by water. It sends its roots out toward a stream. It doesn't fear when heat comes and its foliage remains green. It will not worry in a year drought or cease producing fruit. And then verse 10 says, The Lord, I, the Lord, examine the mind. I test the heart to give to each according to his way, according to what his actions deserve. Mm-hmm. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 22, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 17 through 19 says, Listen closely, pay attention to the words of the wise, and apply your mind to my knowledge. For it is pleasing if you keep them within you and if they are constantly on your lips. I have instructed you today, even so, that your confidence may be in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Joshua chapter one, verse six and seven says, be strong and courageous for you will distribute the land I swore to their ancestors to give them as an inheritance above all be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction. My servant Moses commanded you do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you will have success wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, the family. It's about to get good. <laughs> you see also in, this, in these verses, it's just, you Young, know, this Wilbert, kingdoms fall when they are in your way. Uh. Kingdoms fall when they are in your way. Have you ever noticed that when you are following God, there's always something in the way? Oh, yeah. You can serve God, but there's always something that's in the way. And when it's in the way, that's when you really have to trust God. Everybody can say there's been some stuff in my way. There's been some stuff trying to block me. There's been some stuff trying to stop me. There's been some old thoughts trying to stop me. There've been some old people trying to stop me. There've been some old habits trying to stop me. But I've gotten to that place that I'm trusting God with it all because I know that kingdom that was in my way is going to fall. That kingdom that was trying to hold me down, restrict me, it's going to fall because I'm moving forward. I'm pressing forward. And I'm like Paul, I'm pressing on toward the prize of the high calling of God which is in Christ Jesus. I'm pressing on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz watch this. This word afraid in the Hebrew means to be to be to have fear, to be dreadful, to make afraid and to terrify. Mm-hmm. This word fighting in the Hebrew means to fight to do battle and to engage. So this is what happens when we live for the Lord and have have to deal with transitions. And even we have to deal with personal growth. But there will always be something in the way that will try to make you fearful. But God is saying right here, I'm fighting for you, and there's no need to be afraid because I am there. Mm-hmm. But the question that comes to me, Sister Younger, that I struggle with, and I think sometimes other people struggle with, why is it that when we want to grow, God always sometimes makes us have to deal with tough tasks? Mm-hmm. Sister so, so Woodward, have you ever been there? Why is that? When God wants us to grow, we have to deal with a tough task. We have yeah. to deal with what we have to. We have to. We have to trust God when He's asking us to do something that we don't think is logical, that we don't think is is appropriate. Mm-hmm. But we gotta trust God with a tough task. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when we trust Him and follow through things can change oh yeah yeah perfect example perfect example there was a there was a time black folks couldn't vote Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was a time Black folks couldn't just go to a polling place and vote. They even matter of fact, when they just wanted to register, they had they had to they had to do all these registration tests. They had to take this test, they had to take that test, they had to know all the judges, they had to know all the count all, just crazy stuff just to do, just to vote. Uh, but it was a it was a God given right according to the constitution that all men were created equal. But then you saw in laws that, that African Americans were. Only Three were only comprised to be three fifths human, and that there was no law that said you had to respect an African American. There was a time that black folk were burned, that black folk were killed, that black folk were lynched just for the right to vote. But now we can go vote, now we can go to polling places, now we can go cast our vote and that's a word right there if we want things to change in society we got to vote if we want things to get better we have to vote If we want and we're tired of the same old things we got to vote it does us no good to complain to send letters to the to, to send letter, letters and do all this other stuff but if we're not casting our ballots how can things change yes. we got to go vote yeah Yeah. we got to get active and see what's going on in the school board see what's going on in the school district see what's going on on city council but we got to get out there and be a voice yeah you know why we can be a voice because we got god -hmm. Say again, we have God. God is there and God will be with you. And what no matter what path you're on right now, don't move Mm -hmm. until the Lord says otherwise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But have you ever noticed that when you follow where God is telling you to go, when you do what God is telling you to do, that's when the Lord moves stuff out the way? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have to know God. Is going to take what is in your way out of the way. Yeah, he took President Trump out the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, he took Jim Crow out the way. Mm -hmm. But we got to trust God and believe that God will do that for us. Even if you have to look at it in, in the eyes, and even if you have to come up against it, God knows how to move it out of the way. It's real, it's true, and it's a part of our walk. We have to deal with things that are in our way, that are in our path, and that are always being thrown in our path. But that's also when we trust God and, we be, and when we believe that God knows how to remove things out of the way. Cause some stuff in our life, if we be honest, is just baggage. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's, just, it's like, it's like dirt in the, it's like dirt in the attic. You ever go to an attic and clean out your attic. And then next thing you know, you see some old books, see some old clothes. And all of a sudden you just touch them and all this dust just sprout out everywhere. Then they get you to sneeze and and because why? Because it's been there so long. There are some things in our lives that have been there too long, and now where God is really starting to work on us, it's time for some stuff to get out of the way. Oh yeah. Exodus chapter fourteen, verse thirteen through sixteen says it this way. But Moses said to the people, don't be afraid, stand firm and see the Lord's salvation that he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you must be quiet. The Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to break camp. As for you, lift up your staff, stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. Verses twenty, Verse 24 through 27 says... During the morning, watch the Lord look down at the Egyptian forces from the pillar of fire and cloud and through the Egyptian forces into confusion. He caused their chariot wheels to swerve and made them drive with difficulty. Let's get away from Israel, the Egyptians said, because the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the water may come back on the Egyptians on their chariots and horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and at daybreak the sea returned to its normal depth while the Egyptians were trying to escape from it. The Lord threw them into the sea. Then verse thirty and 31 says, that day the Lord saved Israel from the power of the Egyptians and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. When Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians the people feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant, Moses. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse seven through eight says, Moses then summoned Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, be strong and courageous for you will go with this people into the land the Lord swore to give to their ancestors. You will enable them to take possession of it. Watch this. The Lord is the one who will go before you that he will be with you. He will not leave you or abandon you. Don't be afraid or discouraged. Isaiah I here Isaiah chapter 45 verse 2 through 7 says, I will go before you and level the uneven places. I will shatter the bronze doors and cut the iron bars in two. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches from the secret places so that you may know that I am the Lord. I am the God of Israel who calls you by your name. I I call you by your name for the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel, my chosen one. I give a name to you, though you do not know me. I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no god but me. I will strengthen you though you do not know me, so that all may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is no one but me. I am the Lord and there is no other. I form light and create darkness, I make success and create disaster. I am the Lord who do, who does all these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The presence of God is with us. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord is going to take care of you. The thing is, as well, that when you are with the Lord, sometimes you got to get dirty. But God, but, but Sister Younger, God knows how to get you clean. I'm going to say it one more time. Sister Wilbur, sometimes when you are with God, you got to get dirty, but the Lord knows how to get you clean. Is there anybody that can say, I've had I've had to get dirty sometimes in this Christian life? I've had to get dirty with heartbreak. I've had to get dirty with betrayal. I've had to get dirty yeah. with pain. I've had to get dirty with things not going. I've had some dirty storms in my life. I've had some mud in my life, but look at me now. God cleaned me up. God got me through it. God let me bounce back, but you have to be willing to get dirty. But if you hold on long enough, God is able to get you through. God is able to make a way. God is able to keep you in spite of what is thrown in your path. Yeah. Our lives can get dirty. And they can get messy. But God can clean. (laughs) Y'all remember that old commercial, Mr. Clean? Y'all remember oh, Mr. Yeah. Clean? Y'all remember Mr. Clean? We, we had a little earring and they had a little commercial. <laughs> Sister Young, know, I see you shaking your head. You know, they had a little commercial that uh, a room that was once dirty. When Mr. Clean got all his cleaning products and when all them products came into the house, Sister Woodward, that house, that room that was once filthy became sparkling clean. And you knew it was sparkling because when you see the star, that shows that it was sparkling. Can I get a witness here? Ain't that the same way how God is when we trust God? Sometimes it seems like there may be something in our life that has some filth and that has some dirt. But once the Lord gets a hold of us, he knows how to clean it. He knows how to make it sparkle. And watch this. God knows how to make you and I sparkle because there's sometimes some things we go through in life can really cause us to be down, can really cause us to be worried, can really cause us to be in despair. But when we trust in God and really believe in God, God knows how to pick us back up and let us sparkle again. God will let you sparkle. Yeah. Yes. God is going to let you sparkle. God is going to allow some things to be cleaned up. Yeah. Clean you right up. You clean you mm-hmm. because sometimes in transitions and life and, and in life you have to get dirty and have to deal with some wounds mm-hmm. because progression doesn't come without pain. Well, progression doesn't come without struggle, and progression doesn't come without any emotions. But you still got to keep going and progressing. Okay? You got to keep progressing. And, and 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 you know, this beats that whole notion that you're gonna go through the Christian life without problems. Who said that? Who said who said this Christian life is easy? Who told who who said that? This Christian life is not easy. There are times we, 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 when we are really tested. Since so, so we're in, am I right? We get tested. We get hurt. We go through the ringer. We go through the fire. We go through the flood. We go through some stuff, especially when we love the Lord, because yeah. loving God can hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Following God can hurt. Serving God can hurt. Trusting God can hurt. Obeying God can hurt. But with you can't progress if you don't get some hurts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus got hurt. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he took what? Nails, thorns, spear, spikes and fists. But in the Garden of Gethsemane, before he gets to Mount Calvary, he said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. Yeah. But he got hurt. But even though he got hurt, what happened? He died, but he got back up. Say it one more time. He died, but he got back up. The stone was rolled away. Yes, he got hurt, but it didn't stop. Because then you see that he elevates and goes to heaven to be with the heavenly Father. He's sitting there at the right hand, making intercession on our back. Got hurt, but he still got up. And that's the same thing it is. Sometimes when we walk with God, trust God, follow God, we have to deal with some wounds, some pains, but don't worry, because a wound will produce some worship. A wound will produce some work. A wound will produce some faithfulness. A wound will produce even more more reliability and dependability on God. And you got to keep on going. And you got to remember that you have the Lord. Don't stop going. Don't stop working. Don't stop moving. Don't stop striving. Keep on going. Because the true because when the presence of God is there, there's nothing that can make us stay down. Yeah. I didn't say there's nothing that can't make us feel down. But when God's presence is there, there's nothing that can make us stay down. Yeah. I said there's nothing that can make us stay down down when the presence of God is with us yeah is there anybody that say i'm grateful for God's presence oh sure. yeah I'm grateful for God's presence I'm grateful for what God does I'm grateful for God's spirit I'm grateful for how good God is to me I'm grateful for how much God does to me I'm grateful for God's presence I may get wounded I may have to deal with some stuff But I'm grateful for His presence Because when I have His presence I know I'm not alone I'm not by myself I'm not going through this by myself I know I may have to do something different I may have to do something I'm not accustomed to. I may have to do something I'm not even used to. But when I have God's presence, I will make it. Yeah. Yeah. You got the word of God. And since we have the word of God and the presence of God, don't let anything make you back away or back down. I'm saying when you have the word of God and when you have God, don't allow anything to make you back down. Don't allow anything to make you stop. Don't allow anything to make you quit. Don't allow anything to eliminate your faith. Don't allow anything to get in your path that can stop you. Don't allow anything that's not right. Get in your way. And And watch this. Don't allow what God hasn't commanded to to correct you. If God didn't command it, we gotta stop always allowing the enemy to try to correct us when they're not God. Yeah, yeah. But we got the presence of God. It's right here in this text. When you have the presence of God, there is a confidence that you know. God is there. Mm-hmm. God is with me, sister. What? God got under control, sister. What? We saw that last week, didn't we? When we studied from Deuteronomy three, verse one through four, we saw when King Og died, we saw that God was there with Moses. Did we not? Oh, yeah. He was there, he's there right now We see it, we see it every day We see it when we're we're going Through different things and we're faced with different things We see it every week that God is allowing Sunrise to keep going and keep striving, to keep doing things That's because the presence of God is with us And when we have the presence of God With us, we know that in All things, God is going to let it work Out for our good, for our For our spirits, for our mind God will let things work out because We have his presence, but you got got to keep on going. You got to keep on striving. You got to keep on working. Mm -hmm. You got to keep on working. Because we serve a God who who has everything under control and will take care of it. But ain't that good news to know that God will make things better? Oh, yeah. You're not alone. Even when life is altered, God is still present. Because let's be real. Life will change on us. Yeah. (laughs) Life has differences. And Sister Woodward, can we be real? Life has some stuff that gets out of our control. That's true. (laughs) But, and God got me right here. And I had to be honest with myself. I don't want to be in control of everything because I might mess it up. That's Am I right? System, you know, I don't want to be in control. Of I might mess up. That's why I need God. And that's why it's good to have God so that we know what to do and what and what not to do. Because because it, the it, truth be told, God, God knows us. And if God allow us to do it ourselves, we you all know we mess up. We do something we had no, had no business. We get involved with something. We had no business. That's why it's good to know that God is in control. God, I'm giving it to you and I'm going about my merry way. Mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 says Trust in the Lord with all your heart And do not rely on your own understanding Mm -hmm. (laughs) In all your ways Know him King James will say acknowledge him And he shall direct your path And he will make your path straight Oh yeah Psalms 34 verses 4 says I sought the Lord And he answered me and rescued me from all my fears. Verse six, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. Verse seven, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. Verse 19, one who is righteous has many adversaries, but the Lord rescues him from them all. Verse 20, he protects all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Uh-uh. First Sam, First Samuel, chapter twenty two, verses twenty two through, through twenty three, said it this way. Then David said to Abathar "I knew that Daog the Edomite was there that day, and that he was that he was sure to report to Saul. I myself am, am responsible for the lives of everyone in your father's family. Stay with me. <laughs> Don't be afraid. For the one who wants to take my life." Wants to take your life. You will be safe with me. Mm. But as we get ready to close. There's something else in this text. There's something personal that happens in this text. Because did you notice these three words. In in, in the text. Your own eyes. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And what your eyes have seen. The Lord Has taken down the previous two kings. Did y'all see that? Your own eyes. Uh So and this this word. Eyes in the Hebrew means. A physical Uh eye. That shows mental qualities. And spiritual faculties. Uh Uh And this word. Everything in the Hebrew means. All anything in totality. See. This blessed me. Because when you've seen the Lord work already, whoo, when you see it already, don't be shocked when you've experienced it again, but have faith and strength to know that God is already taking care of it. Mm. I'm gonna say it again. God has already taken care of it. So when you're dealing with something, when you're faced with something, when you're going through something, remember. Remember, summarize, what your eyes saw before. Remember what your eyes saw when you was growing up. Remember what your eyes saw when you were on that job. Remember what your eyes saw when you were raising your family. Remember what your eyes saw when you had to go to the doctor. God took care of you before, and the same way he took care of you before is the same way he's going to take care of you now. That's why you got to hold on, stay strong, be strong, and keep the faith. mm mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. God will let us prosper even when we find ourselves in a new season we we will prosper, make it, and overcome Mm -hmm. the Lord allows us to overcome anything Mm Amen. because God is good I'm going to say it again God is what? He's what? And it is in our path. God is good. Remember that you have his presence in your life. So, of course, life can get tough and challenging, but the Lord will let you overcome. I wouldn't trust I wouldn't trust life if I didn't have challenges. And if I didn't have challenges, I wouldn't really trust life. Mm -hmm. ain't that that's weird to say sound like sound like he said, pastor why are you asking for trouble it's not that i'm asking for trouble but i really wouldn't appreciate god in the journey if i didn't have trouble yeah that's Mm -hmm. true Every last one of us out every week we every Sunday, every Wednesday, when we praise, when we when we tell God thank you, there's a story behind that thank you. There's a there's a story behind that praise. There's a story behind that song. There's a story behind yeah. those tears. There's a story behind that sermon. There's a story by when you rock back, there's a story behind <laughs> this clapping. There's a story that goes with that. That that we we didn't go, we didn't just get to praise and worship God by accident. We had to go through something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the importance of success in life is that we have to place our eyes on the right things. Yeah. Place your eyes on the right things. Uh we have to have the right vision, we have to have the right outlook, and we have to have the right mood the thing about placing your eyes on something is that you got to make sure you're looking at some things correctly have you ever looked at something and thought it was good but then you got the chance to see it and then you found out it really wasn't that good Uh Uh (laughs) But that's you got to place your eyes on the right things. Psalms, Psalms 121 verses one through two says, I lift my eyes toward the mountains where my help, where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Remember who your help comes from, and remember that it's the Lord that has you in his hands. And when the Lord has you in his hands, keep your eyes on the Lord at all times because we need direction from God. We need guidance from God, and we need the right assignment from God. So that's why we keep our eyes on God and make sure to always look up to God for the changes in our life. you got to look to it's important to look to God. It's important to make sure that you view the Lord. Let the Lord work. See, when the Lord works, we can flourish. And watch this. Let the Lord give us a winning attitude and a winning and a winning strategy. Amen. <laughs> It's, it's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 2 says, Therefore, since we also have a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside, watch this, every Hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us, let us run with the endurance that let us let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Another version will say, the author and finisher of our faith for the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We got to keep following God. We got to keep serving God because we know there might be something. There might be something fighting me, something in my way, and even something trying to hinder me. But I have nothing to fear because I have God. I might be a little intimidated, but I remember that God is with me. Yes. And since he's with me, I'm going to be fine. Is there anybody? Can, y'all, do y'all believe that since God is with us, we're gonna be fine, we gonna it's gonna work out, we're gonna make it, we're gonna be all right, like like we sing all the time. I got a feeling that everything is gonna be alright. Yeah. Frank Frankie Frankie Beverly and Maze used to sing happy feelings in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Touching people everywhere. Mm-hmm. They I love you know, that's one of my favorite songs. I I really do. That's one of my favorite songs. Happy feelings in the air. I love that song, but it. it, (laughs) there you go. I hear you. (laughs) But you you know what? (laughs) Did, did Did they not have some good theology? Because when you got some happy feelings in the air, there's nothing that can take your happiness away. There's nothing that can take that, that that can make you dry when you got the happy feelings. And when you know who gives you those happy feelings. When well, you know God gives you them happy feelings, when well, you know that God gives you that, God gives you those happy feelings, God gives you that happy spirit, God gives you that happy heart. You don't allow anything to take away your happiness, take away your joy, take away your peace, take away your spark. You don't let anything take away your positive energy. Because I got some happy feelings. And you can say, I'm God, I'm happy today. I'm happy with the assignment. I'm happy with the I'm happy. And I'm not gonna allow anything to take away my happy feeling. All right. All right. Just like we learned in school, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, your face will surely show it. But it, like I said, it might be a little timid, but don't worry about it Sarah. Great days are coming. Great days are here. Great things are coming because who do we have? We have God. Yeah, yeah. We have God. Joshua shows us that when we have God, we can go through something. But even though we go through it, we make it over it. We make it through. We overcome. We can go through it. But that's okay. Don't fight what you have to go through. But grow while you're going through it. And then when you get through, you can appreciate the Lord and tell God, thank you that I made it. Aren't you glad yeah. that you made it? Give God yeah. praise if you know that you made it. You ought <laughs> to tell God, thank you. I'm so glad that I made it. Yes, Lord. Let me, and then let, let, well, I, I got to come on in here now. I really got to come on in. Here. I didn't mean to hold you this long, but but the Lord, the Lord is just so good. And I just love teaching the word mm-hmm. of God. Because God is with us. God is there. And let me close. When I I think about, when we think about this, I think about, I think about, I think about growing up with my family. You know, I love to reference my family, so I'm going to reference them now. I think about growing up with with my parents and my sisters. And there's one thing that we always did together. It was always around always around Christmas time. One thing I love is, y'all know when, you, when you're around your family, you open Christmas gifts together. It's a fun experience. But one thing I never liked was my older sister was always late. Ooh. Now, I was a little spoiled. I admit it. I admit it. I was a little spoiled. My wife is probably going to shake her head now talking about I was spoiled. Whatever, she spoiled too. <laughs> <laughs> but I was spoiled. But the, pro- the problem was, Sister Wilbur and Sister Hunter, my sister would get there. late. Like, now, we had already opened our gifts under the tree because that's standard. But my sister didn't put her, her gifts for us under the tree. She kept them at her house. But here it is. We had, even though we opened some gifts, we had to wait for other gifts. But when we waited, she got there when she needed to. And when she got there when when she needed to, we had more things to open i'm done but some, but god has been done so much for us already he's gotten us to this place he's done this for us all right now he's gotten us to where we need but god is telling us also i got some more i got some more if you just wait on me just believe in me just trust in me just know that i got some more there are some more gifts waiting for us y'all we got them and god is gonna let us have them because god always is the God of surplus. Yeah. He's a yeah. God of surplus. So let us keep trusting in him. Keep believing in him. And we know that God will take good care of us and make things better and make a way for us because the Lord is the God who operates in the surplus. Mm. Y'all believe that? Give God another hand clap of praise. Give God another hand clap of praise. Amen. Mm.